This right, is a so real public request to listeners. Maybe. Someone want to help right. you take your tree down? Patrick and Tabernacles, our next caller. Patrick, will you help me take down the Christmas tree? Joe, I was just going to say I'm busy whatever day you're asking. I'm uh-huh. busy. That's <laughs> me too. My, my, piano, my piano recital. Yeah. So listen, um, kind of rapid fire because got, I got a little fired up. First of all, with Joe, when, if I'm feeding my kids while I'm listening to you and my kids are not humans, what animals would they be? If your kids are not human, but they're your kids? Yes, they're my kids. I have three kids that are not humans. Does that mean you're and not a human? I, I, yeah, I am a human. I feed them now because you're, you know, I feed them every day. But now that you're up at six o'clock, I'm feeding my kids. Is this a riddle? Am not, I supposed to have an? I don't know. I don't know yeah, how to. Yeah, seriously. What? What? The, the, what animal is a kid? What do you call kids if they're animals? Oh, God. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't. What animal you, can be called a kid? Oh, we talking about the kangaroo guy? No. Oh, I thought they were called so, kids. Oh dear. Who's, okay, a, who's a kid? It's a goat, Joe. Oh, a goat. A goat. Okay. Kids well, goat and kangaroo. Goat. It's not that far you got off. Joey. Right, so listen, next this, up. Oh, Joey. Oh. Kid. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This, so this close. push play. This push play is bogus because, like, you know, like, I didn't know Jalen Hurts is Wilt Chamberlain and Wayne Gretzky all rolled up in one where we're going to start changing rules. You know what I mean? Just because we can do it effectively and no one else can. We're being penalized, and if they're and Joe, if you're worried about the look and the optics, what? Let's clean up, take the energy and time we're putting into this, and put it into cleaning up replay. We have the ability to see so many things, and yet what's reviewable and what isn't. Well, they can do two. They can do two things at once. I mean, I'll tell you this, Patrick. I, I think it was a joke that the other teams did not try what the Eagles did this year. I believe other teams did. Not many. Not oh, often, on, not it often. Was everywhere you saw it in I don't college, agree. you saw it in the NFL. No, like, you saw the push play all around. I did not think we saw it much in pro football. My guess is, Patrick, you'd see it a lot more next year, and the league doesn't want that. And I don't want it. And, I, and my guess is they're not going to do it as effective. Well, I mean, probably there, not Jaylen, as effective. Hurts, there, there, there's not a lot of Jalen Hurts out there, Joe. You're right. You know yes. what I mean? And, and, and to me, it's just like, you know, I never saw Chamberlain play. I saw Gretzky play plenty. Yeah. You know, and they started changing rules because these guys were I know. bigger than the game. And, and, and Jalen Hurts is not bigger than the game. Golf courses did it also with Tiger. You know, that phrase, Tiger-proof in a golf course. I, I, I Listen, I yeah. understand your frustration. Patrick, yeah. give me an answer, yeah. man. What sh- song should John uh, perform next? Well, first of all, John Ritchie, we all know that you'd rather play the guitar like Jimi Hendrix than win the Super Bowl. So we're going into the James Marshall Hendrix catalog. Ooh. And after perusing many songs in my mind, I'm going to go with The Wind Cries Mary, a love song yeah. that he wrote to his girlfriend to get out of the doghouse. Wow. I didn't know that. Oh, cool. I didn't either. It's a great, a great song. song, yeah. All right, Patrick. And what's it called? Wind, Wind Cries, Cries Mary. Mary. All right, you got it. 215-592-9494. Uh, up ahead, we're going to get some audio of Rob Thompson, an update on Bryce Harper and his status for uh, this baseball season. Also, some more audio from Howie yesterday. Howie on more on the Hurts contract stuff, plus the free agent puzzle of all the great quality Eagles players and trying to fit him in. We'll get to that and more up ahead. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. For more than 30 years, NovaCare Rehabilitation has been the Delaware Valley's trusted hometown physical therapy provider. NovaCare is proud to be part of the healing journey of You can do it, John. 
This was my favorite song in 1986, 1985. I thought it was seven. Los Lobos. Oh, maybe it was seven. 87 87. Yeah. Uh, I remember getting this tape at Kmart. I bought the La Bamba soundtrack at Kmart and then listened to this song and learned it phonetically. Like, I had no idea what he was saying. Right. But I knew I loved how it sounded, and I, I made notes. It like, is cool. Like a Joe DeCamera Ooh. on a notepad, I phonetically wrote down what I thought the words were. They were not anywhere close to what the words really were. <laughs> but uh, that was a big project for me at the time. We're trying to figure out today what song should John next perform on our show. You can uh, certainly call, and you got a chance if you have the, gr- the best answer today to win the Kevin James tickets. Um, speaking of... Uh, uh, well, so a lot of talk today about Hertz and money and Howie and money. And, you know, everyone's trying to be shrewd. I mean, Hertz wants to obviously make a lot of money, and he will. And Howie wants to give him a lot of money but not give him all the money and have room for free agents. And we'll get to more audio this segment of what uh, Howie said about that. But you know who's shrewd when it comes to money is, and i got to give it to him, Chris Rock. I think he's going to make a tremendous amount of money. If you missed this news, he, um, he is set to perform a special stand-up. Uh, this week, March 4th, that's in three days, and it's going to appear on Netflix, and it's going to be the first time he addresses at length the Will Smith slap. Ah, well, the timing's not coincidental. The Oscars are next weekend. Correct. Right. Yep. Like this dude, Rhea, this guy knew what he was doing. Oh, God, yes. This is He's going to make, I mean, a Netflix special of Chris Rock finally going on the record at length. He's going to make a tremendous amount I will, of money. I'll watch it, won't you? Yeah. So I mean, you can't wait anyway, so... It's, uh, it's a good move by him and his agent. Well done. Look, we're talking agents and players today because we're talking about Jalen Hurts and Howie Roseman and Jalen's agent and, and how's this whole thing going to go. And, again, Twitter poll question of the day. It's sponsored by Armin Chevrolet of Ardmore. Armin Chevrolet is celebrating their 23rd anniversary. Armin Chevy is your Silverado truck headquarters. Find new roads at ArminChevy.com. Today's question, will Jalen Hurts and the Eagles agree to a new contract this month? A, yes, B, no. You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. James, let's listen to that piece of audio of Howie talking about Hertz again from yesterday. This is a small little cut, and we'll play more as we move through this segment, but just a little taste because this was noteworthy. It either was Howie indicating that Jalen is going to take less, like he thinks it, or Jalen should take less. I mean, it could be a Jedi mind trick, or maybe he's doing Jalen dirty and saying, dude, I need you to take less, and he's putting it public. Or maybe this is just a throwaway line and Howie doesn't have any intent. Listen to what Howie said yesterday. You go through it in a way that you, you want to find a win-win solution. You want to find something that he feels really good about and at the same time that we feel good about and because um, it's around him with good players. And um, he knows that. I mean, he's a smart guy. He understands that. And um, that doesn't mean that uh, it's not going to be a tremendous contract for him because he deserves that too. John, surround him with good players. He uh-huh. knows that. Chuckle, he's a smart guy. Like, is this public pressure by Howie? Absolutely. It, this is public negotiating, and it's kind of unfair to Jalen Hurts. If I'm Jalen, if I'm Jalen's agent, I'm a little perturbed that how he's weaponizing the fan base against him. Uh, I thought it was interesting that the question was asked. It was asked by Elliot, mm-hmm. I believe, and how he says, you know, I don't feel comfortable talking about contract situations. And then he did. But I'll go ahead <laughs> yeah. and talk about this contract situation. Yes. And, you know, uh, I'll put some pressure on Jalen and his agent. Remind them that in order for us to field the best team possible, maybe you should take a little less. I This is absolutely using the public against Jalen Hurts. Well, I'm curious how people interpret it. 215-592-9494, your sense of what was going on there with what Howie said. You know, surrounded with good players. He knows that. Smart guy. 
How he's not up there just talking willy nilly? I'm telling you, John. My, plan. my instincts, and I could be foolishly wrong here, but my instincts is how he knows that Hurts will take a little less. Uh, and, and if that's true, that's the best news of the day. But no, I don't know. That, I don't that's know that's wishful, a, it wishful might be. thinking might be. on your part. That is not what happens. The fact that Tom Brady took twenty five million bucks a year—that is an extreme and unusual circumstance that should never happen again. This is a meritocracy, the NFL, and the best quarterback gets paid like the best quarterback. Yeah. Whenever his next contract is due, Jalen's is due. He should be the highest-paid quarterback in this league. Let's go to the phones. What do you make of it? How do you interpret uh, what what how we said there yesterday? Because it can certainly go in different directions. Dewey and Royersford. Hi, Dewey. Hey, Joe. What's up, buddy? Hey, James. What's up, John? Hey, Dewey. Maria. How you all doing? Awesome. I think uh, you guys are a great mix, by the way. And uh, having the having the ladies' voices too, adds do it uh, tremendously. And I think what makes it a great team, and why me and uh, all my friends listen. All you know sports, like, really well. <laughs> like, real well. So that's why we thanks, all listen. Man. Well, thanks, buddy. So don't even double uh, – maybe you're saying you're, like, second-guessing yourself a Yeah, a little bit. I was second-guessing. First I week I was. I wouldn't because you all know your sports. Well, thank you. you. Know. All right. So um, back to what uh, you are talking about, Howie. I have a lot of confidence in him. When we uh, – th- those of us, you know, we talk in the afternoon before about him over the last few years – we not, I don't think we ever uh, question his contract uh, abilities. He's awesome at that. Um, I think yeah. for a few years there, um, we, you, we all remember this. We used to talk about it. We were disappointed. Remember a few years in a row, he kept drafting wide receivers and he yeah. kept missing one of them. Yep. So he learned. Because we used to say, you know, he should have been drafting tackles, you know, corners, you know, and he, but he wasn't. But whatever, you can't change the past. The, the cool thing is he's learned from it. You know, you saw his 18 yes. draft class. He hit on Devin, uh, Devontae Smith. Um, I'm very confident with his contract ability with Jalen Hurts. Uh, I disagree with trying to get Jalen Ramsey. He is a great player. Uh, we've done enough, you know, free agents lately. Um, Howie's much better at drafting. And I think we ought to go. I remember I just talked to you guys a few days ago. We should draft a corner with that 10th pick. Um, you've seen how good Sauce Garner is. You know, yeah. the guy from the Bearcats. Well, Dewey, just picks. just know this though. There's a there's a I think a well above average chance how he completely blew the first round pick last year. So while he's improved and he's learned and he bounced back and that's all true, he might have really whiffed on Jordan Davis. It's crazy to indict him after half a season got hurt. hurt. James, and I he's said he's a particular type of player. You said a well above average yeah. chance is what you said. I think that is crazy. James, you think there's a better chance than not that Jordan no, Davis is going to be? No, I, I think it's probably like 60-40 or something like that. I, I agree. It was a bad first year, 60-55-45. Like, again, he was a, a rookie who's a big dude, adjusting the NFL, and got hurt partway through the season with a high ankle sprain yeah, for a guy you sight. Yeah, I'm yeah. not saying he's not going to be a bust. I'm just saying I don't think it's fair to say a well-above-average chance. Did, I think that is I, overdoing I think, it. Did Ray Dinger say he needed to mature? Really, really. Say that again, Ray? Didn't he say he needed to mature and he thought he needed to mature a little bit? Somebody told us that. Yeah. I don't know that it was Ray, but okay. somebody referenced that on our show last week. Yeah, an immaturity yeah. issue maybe, yeah. you know, which is, you know, understand, just coming out of he's college. He's a super nice guy. Yeah, that's what he seems like. It yeah. might be that yeah. he's too nice. Maybe he's he doesn't. Gi- he's a gigantic nice guy yeah. and and that works for him it works against him i think his personality is not set up to be the uh aggressive penetrating d 
defensive, you know, like a Javon Hargrave or a Fletcher Cox. Look he at he has Graham's not been used that way. Yeah. Brandon Graham's a big teddy bear, and he's incredible. But he, yeah, I don't right. think him being, Jordan Davis being nice really has any impact. Maybe, but. You can be too nice to play football. Was Brandon properly. Graham, was he too nice in the first couple years? Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't I don't know. I, I know Brandon Graham struggled for about two or three years. I know that Jordan Davis was our last guy on the bench the entire season, regardless of who the other D tackles were. Yeah. He started the season. He was the fifth string D tackle. There were only five. And as the season progressed, injuries or not, he was always last on the list, lowest on the totem pole. You're right. And they gave him every opportunity to go out there and prove himself that he was worth more plays, more snaps than that. And he never really did. All right, give me a great answer here, Dewey, for a song you'd like to see John do on our show. Well, John, uh, with this, we're asking you to be Glenn Fry, Don Henley, and the, one of the greatest guitar players of all time, Joe Walsh, all at the same time. The group, the Eagles, and the city. All right. You got it, John. Is that a, is that a thumbs That's up? Thumbs down? That's tough. I mean, okay. I don't know that one. <laughs> all right, let's go to Andy and Deford. What's up, Andy? Andy. Andy, not ready to go. We go to uh, Ben in Millville. How you doing, Ben? Show the camera, John Ritchie. Gentlemen, how are we doing this morning? Great, Ben. Ah, beautiful, beautiful. Hey, hey, Joe, real quick, you're one and on Hammer. It's not Joe the camera and the midday show, now the morning show. It's a new thing. You're one and oh. Hmm. Ben, let me ask you a question. When Michael Jordan retired and then came back to play, <laughs> like, did those first three titles he win not count? I mean, he, he was three-time uh, winner, right? Just, and then he was a six-time winner when he came back to play with the league. All counts. Hey, man, it's, ma- it's major leagues. It's all major leagues. Just happens to be four hours different. Uh, you just you just want to have your two. Damn right two, I do. Damn whatever, right. You know. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. Ah, two oh nine. Ah. <laughs> what a, I don't know. It was two oh nine. Now it's two ten. All right, Ben. What do you got on us on the Eagles here? Eagles. It's interesting because I, you know, I'm I'm thinking on the way of Jalen Hurts and his agent. Like let one of these other quarterbacks signed, then we can see what the market is. But then again, on the Eagles' behalf, maybe it is the deal is semi-complete and they're just not meddling, but uh, waiting for uh, these free agency to start or right around that. Um, and then, boom. I think it, a deal is very eminent very soon. I agree. It should be. They want to get this deal done. I, I, but if you're Jalen's agent and Jalen, you want to delay this as long as possible. Sure do. Daniel Jones, if he gets $45 million bucks, that is disastrous. Same. For yeah, us. you're right. <laughs> totally. Ben, give me an answer. What yeah. song should John do? Um, hey, you guys are doing great. I listen all the time. I'll, i got to get calling in more. But uh, you're doing a very good job. Thanks. Thanks, uh, buddy. Hey, changes by David Bowie. Wow! All right, John. Changes by Bowie or changes by Tupac? Which one? Which one are you more likely to do? <laughs> Probably Bowie. <laughs> I'd have at least a chance. Seltzer, what's the better changes, Bowie or Tupac? What do you got? Man, 
both classics. I got to go Bowie, but they're both great. I got to go Tupac. They are good. All right, coming up in one minute, speaking of changes, the Phillies are, well, back to no Bryce for a stretch this year. It's going to be about the first half of the season. The latest from Rob Thompson on Bryce. We'll get to that coming up in one minute. Why not take your favorite casino action on the go with the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app? Odds, slots, bets, and games all in the palm of your hand. It's Philly's favorite sportsbook and casino app and the only casino app I've recommended for over four-plus years on the air. The Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app has all your favorite casino games, including 8-8 Fortunes, Cleopatra Gold, Wheel of Fortune, and more. Experience roulette, baccarat, blackjack, and more, all from the comfort of home, plus lots of progressive slots like Divine Fortune, Imperial Wealth, and Venice Amore. Bring the excitement of the casino everywhere you go. Don't miss this limited time offer. New users play now. Get up to $750 bonus plus 500 free spins. All your favorite casino games ready when you are on the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. You must be 21 and over and located in PA or New Jersey. New users only. Casino bonus must be wagered. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Bryce Harper, he's going to be out for a while. How long? We don't certainly quite know, but we have an idea based on the early reports and an update a couple of days ago from Rob Thompson. We hadn't even played this audio yet. Let's get to Rob Thompson, Phil Skipper, early spring training with an update on the timeline for the Phil Star Slugger, Bryce Hart. I think we're looking really at the about the all-star break where you can start DHing, and and, uh, and probably it's going to be months, six weeks after that to build, build his arm up and then finally play in the outfield. So, you know, we really think he's going to be in the outfield at some point next year. So basically exactly what the idea was, that it would be half the season out, and then at some point once he gets back, that, you know, a month and a half or so later he can play the field, which certainly will help their chances in the playoffs if he can get out there in right field. But I'll tell you, it is a chunk of time. I mean, it's, uh, you know, Rick, I know you were talking this week. You were yeah. thinking maybe he'd be ahead of schedule. I, th- I, mean, I think he's going to be. Just the, the way he's talking, Dombrowski's talking, they wouldn't be so positive if he wasn't going to be coming back early. I hope. I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you this. I'm bracing for half the year without him. I, and I think it's going to be a challenge. They got through it last year. I mean, it was some of their best regular season baseball. But Trey Turner, though, I, I know mean, they got they got a hell of a guy to Trey help bridge Turner's that gap. It's been unbelievable. Right off See the, the answer to everything, Jenna. Yeah. Both days that he's yes. been out there leading off, he's getting on in the first inning. It's just such. A, it's so hopeful. It feels so right. Cassiano's bounce back too, oh, buddy. Yes. Knock it off, I'm dead James. serious. I'm dead. I, he's going to be way better than you expect. Did you see him all muscled up? Bone yeah. is looking good. He needed Bone it. So he did. Yeah, he was a concave. Lifting the ball. He's a concave chess guy like me. <laughs> yeah, like you talked about. <laughs> but yeah, you compared. <laughs> I think it's probably because ball. you ripped him his chest. Li- you know the yeah. the chess picture on the air that he. It was like about Cassiano. Bone. There was a picture Bone last year down the shore. Summertime. No shirt. Yes. Pot kettle. Yes. Let's lift the ball. Let's get more than 13 homers in a season. You're freaking third baseman. What is a concave chest, though? Well, it means it it goes like in rope. Like you're not, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's not like a Bill Berge, like a man's man. You know what I mean? Pretty sure if you and Alec (laughs) Bohm were next to each other on the beach, Alec Bohm would have no trouble getting the ladies. Let's let's get a (laughs) side-by-side on this one. He's also like... A foot taller exactly. than you, too. <laughs> All right, let's go to the phones. Let's get to uh, to Joe in Northeast Philadelphia. Hi, Joe. Hey, how are you guys doing? Great, Joe. John, I have a question for you about N'Kobe Dean. Mm-hmm. What have you seen from him, and do you think he can be a starter for us? 
Uh, yeah, you know, I, I got some hope from N'Kobe Dean. Uh, what I've seen from him is a lot of running down and covering kicks and uh, trying to, you know, get in good position to block on returns. And every once in a while, late in games, he had a chance to get out there and, you know, call the defense, run things. I don't think he was ready this year from a mental perspective, like understanding not just where he fits, but where everyone else fit. And that's part of why they brought him along slowly. But he's going to, like, it's his turn. It's time for for this young man to step up and, and take Kaiser White or TJ Edwards' spot. And I think it's all working according to plan. Joe, it is his time, but it doesn't mean he'll be good enough. I thought, I thought defensively, yes, I I do think he can play. I I do think he's uh, good enough. He did not have the opportunity to show it last year, except late in games, you know, against backups in some cases, but, but with one more year under his belt, with more familiarity with what he's being asked to do, he's got all the physical skills to get it done. John, does it help that he's got a new defensive coordinator now? So somebody who doesn't have a pre-existing thought process on what he can deliver? That, Both the end Davis. Yeah. Uh, well, that does help. It's different. It's a different evaluation. I Who knows what Desai is going to – you know, I we haven't talked at all about how Desai is going to run this thing. Uh, you know, he is a Vic Fangio disciple, and Fangio has gone to bat for him with some of these interviews through the years. I was sort of disturbed and annoyed when I saw a stat that said when Desai was the D.C. in Chicago, it was 2021. Chicago ended up blitzing 22% of the time. You know what we blitzed hmm. last season? 21, I think. 22%. 22. Wow. 22% of the time. So if we were up in arms about the lack of aggression. Which I was not, to be clear. I was not up in arms. About don't go expecting this new D.C. Yeah. to light it up. He's going to do different stuff, though. They exactly had this thing where they had the two edge rushers in Chicago both on the same side. Like, he gives a little bit of creative looks. I was just looking at some film yesterday. I like that. Yeah, it's kind lot. of fun. I Jim, like Jim the Johnson fact- would overload back in the yeah. day. You know, yeah. put pressure, real pressure point on, a, on an offensive line. I appreciate that. And, you know, he was able to work Robert Quinn into 18 and a half sacks. Wow. <laughs> this, this D.C., Took Robert Quinn, who we saw last year do nothing. Right, right. Now, I, he was physically limited. He had the injury stuff. But uh, he was productive. All right, Joe, guy. give me an answer, man. What song should John perform on our show? John, you have a good low tenor mid-range voice. Um, Thanks. I think you could do Don Henley pretty good. Ah. Hotel California in the key of B minor. All open chords for you. Okay. How about that? Wow. That's a great That's real music talk Jeez. right there. I love it. I know. Love He's it. He's giving you the key and everything. Hotel California. All right, let's get to more Howie Roseman from yesterday because he and Sirianni both touched on a ton of topics with their media availability from the Combine. Day two of the Combine today, but day one was there was a lot going on, including Howie talking about Hurts and free agents. Let's listen to some of this audio. We'll react as we go. Here's Howie Roseman yesterday. What was the opportunity when you had a second-round pick and a quarterback to build around that um, you want me to get sentimental about how it was before we pay our quarterback? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, it, it's the nature of the business. I think the, the better thing is when you have a quarterback that's good enough that you want to pay him and that um, he's got a chance to be a great player, show him what kind of player he's going to be. And 
Um, if you don't have a quarterback, you're searching for one. And you can't win in this league without a great quarterback who plays at a high level. We saw how Jalen played in the Super Bowl in the biggest stage, and um, that's exciting for our team, for our fans, um, for all of us. The good old days, the opportunity to, to win and win big when a quarterback didn't make a ton, but those days are basically over because Hurts going to get paid. There's a lot of free agents to deal with, and how we talk more about that. Do you, with the number of pending free agents you have, how do you approach this offseason? Yeah, I think, you know, um, we talked about it a little bit in Philly at our end-of-season press conference. I think at the end of the day, uh, our job during the season is to prepare for the offseason. It's not like we wake up the day after the Super Bowl and um, we say, oh, man, now we got to go figure out the team. Uh, this is what we've been doing. Um, we've been doing it all um, during the season, in the offseason. You know, I don't, I don't. I wake up every morning thinking about this football team. I go to bed every night thinking about this football team. Uh, it's constant communication about some of the things we're going to do. You know, at the same time, you know, um, we're going to prioritize the things that are important to us, you know, uh, that we build our team on, and we're going to make sure those areas are strong. Um, are we going to get all the free agents back? We're not. Uh, we're just not. We're, we're not capable of getting all those guys back. But um, we also understand that um, we're in a good situation in terms of picks that we have going forward. We have a lot of guys under contract, not only for this year, but going forward. And so, um, you know, we're not going to make excuses for the position that we're in. Johnny said, prioritize what's important to us. Is that a bad yeah. code phrase for TJ Edwards, who's a linebacker? Uh, well, no, I. Because I, I, you're I, saying they're ex- they're planning to exclude him. I think I think yeah. that I think the code "What's important to us" means Javon Hargrave. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, that's what no, I. No, yeah. I I yeah. agree and with you. Like yes, that. it does but the, but, mean it excludes TJ. But, yeah, the, and that linebacker it excludes Kaiser White. That's their, exactly that's their thing. I mean, they they prioritize offensive and defensive line, quarterback, cornerback. Mm-hmm. Those are probably their main four. Now where. I'd be interested to know is where does C.J. Gardner-Johnson fit into this? I mean, there have been years where they've had scrub safeties, don't pay him anything. They also had the Malcolm and, and Rodney McLeod years. I mean, the dog thing was like a whole yeah. generation ago. But Rodney and Malcolm made pretty good coin. And, and as a tandem, they made a lot of money. I mean, Malcolm especially. And he's a versatile safety. He has cover and all that stuff, oh, yeah, too. You can, you can, and he's not just a safety. Yeah, he can play he's the slot. Slot yeah, sure cornerback, which makes him so much more versatile and so much more valuable. I'm just telling you, listening to that, if I'm T.J. Edwards or Miles Sanders, but Miles especially, but T.J. to extent, I'm like, oh, damn. I'm done. Uh, yeah, I, th- <laughs> I think my days might be numbered. Yeah. Now, it's a different free agent reality this year for the Eagles. One, because they have so many free agents that are eligible. But two, because they could have signed some of these dudes during the season, but they didn't. And Howie with a very fascinating answer yesterday about how it could have been different and why it wasn't. With the free agents you were talking about, when you have that many, are you, do you make an offer to each one, or do you know that there are only going to be so many that you can Yeah, I, I think it's it's hard to make offers that aren't really in the range of what a player is going to get. And uh, our players, that, that what they have done for us and how they have worked and the character that they've shown and the success they've had, you know, we're just going to be honest with them and uh, basically tell them, you know, if it's a guy that we're interested in, we'll tell them the range. We understand that they put themselves in this position. They've taken uh, the injury risk um, to get in this spot. And I'm um, you know, just very appreciative of them. I mean, we had unbelievable chemistry. We had an unbelievable group of guys. Um, it's going to be hard to duplicate that, but that doesn't mean that we can't going forward. You know, I, I think just um, 
obviously we took a little bit of a different tactic this year. You know, um, usually we like to sign guys early and sign guys during the season. And um, because of how hot we started, how well we did, and how many free agents we had, we thought it, it would create a different dynamic if we started to pick one guy and not another guy. And so um, we understood that could cost us in the end, but we felt like it was worthwhile because of the opportunity to potentially win a championship. And, you know, unfortunately came up short. That is one of the most forthcoming answers I, I have heard he a general manager say in Philadelphia sports in years. I cannot believe he said that. It's unbelievable. And it makes me wonder, okay, the last time they did this, the last time they went ahead and signed guys to big deals, extensions, you know, like the Dallas Goddard type, in-season yeah. type extension. Which they've been doing for 20 years. Been, How yeah. did it work against them? How did it work against them to make them do this complete reversal where they're, where, where they're saying, hey, we're not going to do it at all? The problem is this approach, it didn't work. In the end, you did not win at all. And that was the ultimate goal. Yeah, but I disagree with you, John. They came as close as you can come to winning it all. Like that? Yeah, you can't. I don't think you could say this is the. This didn't work. The end result, we did not get what what our ultimate goal was. And now we're sitting here without any of these guys signed. So it it did not work. Well, they didn't win the Super Bowl, but they maintained. So now we owe these guys more. Think about it. If you would have signed them during the season, you could have gotten them on more team-friendly deals than what you can get them on now. You're right. So not doing that because you were worrying about risking the team integrity. Yeah. You have put yourself at a disadvantage Yeah, because you have competition now. So not only did it not work. But you are in a worse position than you would be otherwise. So I don't like it. So, look, you're not wrong, but I think the approach was right. I mean, you can't prove to me, John, if they had gone to Bradbury in October and said, all right, we choose you, you you can't tell me that Hargrave would not have been teched. You can't tell me T.J. Edwards would not have been teched. You're right, but but at least we'd have – James Bradbury locked up right now, which we don't. We yeah. don't have you don't, you any don't know of these how guys that locked have affected up. Them out because you have to remember that these guys are human. You know, they you don't want them going out there being picked off at their own teammates. I think you also look back at what happened after the Super Bowl with Carson Wentz and the fractured locker room and how much that affected. I think the team on the field and how poorly they played. I don't know. Maybe that played a role in how his decision there. Yeah, I just like look. This is a unique one. They had an incredible collection of talent. They had more free agents than I can ever remember them having coming down the pike in a couple months. And that that month is now March. I, I just look. I appreciate. First off, I appreciate the forthcoming answer by Howie. That was. I mean, Seltzer. That was really unusual. Yeah, was very I was shy. surprised by it. I I get the intent. I can understand John your point. It has put them in a precarious spot right now. But when you make the Dallas Goddard analogy, it was very easy in the Goddard year to know Goddard and Maddox and Mulata. I, I don't know if they did anyone else, but it was pretty simple. They didn't have 12 different dudes to consider. This year they do. And, and I understand that Howie and – listen, this might have even been a Howie Sirianni conversation. Like, yo, Nick, you got a great thing going here, man. And Nick might have been like, yeah, let's not, let's not disrupt it. Maybe it lessens our chance to keep Bradbury or Edwards or Hargrave or Sanders or – but you know what? I'm as an Eagles fan, I'm okay with it. I don't know that I even buy the explanation. I, oh, I do. That that you are worried about the team integrity uh, if you extend, you know, whatever millions of dollars to one of these guys, you're going to hurt someone's feelings. Was it that, or was it also the fact that you didn't know how much you'd have to work with because Jalen's because contract? Maybe yeah. some of that too. So. Yeah, you know, but maybe can... some of this is let's take some of the pressure off Jalen in the. 
Well, listen, we'll we'll ask everyone at 215-592-9494, what is your, your, your sense of the sensibility or not of that approach by the Eagles? I mean, how we laid it out pretty clear. Now, maybe you take what John just said there at the end, you don't believe him. Maybe you think it's nonsense and he didn't mean it. I, I don't agree with that. I think how he meant it, I, I don't think he would say it if he didn't mean it. He basically told us yesterday they did not sign their own eligible free agents to be during the season because they didn't want to disrupt team chemistry. I respect it, but it, it, it is unusual. I don't know that it's true. One more piece of audio from Howie yesterday because he continued on and uh, in this case was talking about Hurts in the contracts. Howie, where do things stand with you and Jalen on the contract, and are you confident you'll be able to get a deal done this offseason? Yeah, I wouldn't feel comfortable talking about contract situations with anyone, Elliot. I think you know that. Um, you know, at the same time, um, tremendous respect for him as a player, as a person, tremendous respect for the people uh, that work with him to do this, and um, you go through it in a way that you, you want to find a win-win solution. You want to find something that he feels really good about, and at the same time that we feel good about, and because um, it's around him with good players, and um, he knows that. I mean, he's a smart guy. He understands that, and um, that doesn't mean that uh, it's not going to be a tremendous contract for him because he deserves that too. All right, we've been playing that clip a lot today. You can react to that as well. Does that give you a sense of hope that Jalen actually will take less, or do you think that was – John's talked about he thinks it was unfair that how he went there. Public pressure on Hurts. Yeah. Like, dude, I kind of need you to take less. Yeah. How do you interpret that? 215-592-9494. Andy in Mount Laurel. Good morning, Andy. Hey, let me get you off speaker, guys. You got it, Andy. What's going on, buddy? It's a good it's a good to hear from you guys. Listen, I haven't called you guys since the midday show. I'm going to call you guys. I'm telling you, God darn it, I'm proud of you. 35-year stretch. That's what I want to see. I want to see you guys beat Angelo, man, by a couple. <laughs> I, I want to see it. That but might, that might you take guys. us to the grave, but thank you. <laughs> but, you know, it won't. I already figured it out, John. It won't. It'll, you'll be fine, man. But um, I, I, I'm going to be quick because I know you guys got your breaks and all that. But uh, i, I got to spit this out. I need your opinion on this. First of all, we should be definitely focused on getting Jalen Hurts, focused, 100% focused on getting him on a big-time contract. Our needs are D-tackle because Hargrave's gone, okay? we got to get this Keon White from Georgia Tech. He is 6'4", 290. He disengages better than anybody I've ever seen off an offensive lineman with his big hands, and he will be a compliment to Davis. Cornerback, McKinstry from Alabama or Joey Porter from, from Penn State, and get us an offensive tackle in the second round. I think our first our first three priority are D lineman, disturbing. What you guys are talking about, what Howie Roseman saying. I didn't I didn't like this statement, guys. I need need you to fill me in on this one. Okay. He, four quarterbacks were mentioned. The four top quarterbacks in college were mentioned, and he said, "quote Yes, they will go." He goes, they are very talented. They will go. He goes, hopefully they'll go by the time they come to us. Sure. Right. Now, what's wrong with that? I, I, what, what, <laughs> hopefully. So what's that mean? If they don't go, none of them go before that. What, 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 what do you think? He, you, you think he might do something? No. Well, no, no. no he's not taking that, a quarterback. No. Look, if, if we're looking at DNs and cornerbacks, and right. DNs and quarterback, cornerbacks are taken instead of quarterbacks, that means right. the D end or cornerback that we'll get yep. is worse. Yep. So so he right. wants those quarterbacks to go off the board because then yeah. quarterbacks are taken rather than the position players that we're targeting. Andy, if you want a gotcha. piece of pizza and you're in line and there's one piece right. of pizza left on the right. counter and you're behind one person and the guy in front of you <laughs> orders a piece of pizza, then you ain't getting pizza. 
Yeah, you want him to order a cheeseburger. <laughs> what, what an analogy. I mean, that's, that's all it is. That's a beaut right there. <laughs> Andy, give me an answer, man. What song should John do soon on our show? I want to see John do, and he was my favorite growing up, uh, Eric Clapton. I want to see him do the acoustic version of Layla. Wow. Ooh, that's Ooh. a great one. I like that answer. Yeah. I like that answer a lot. You think it's doable, John? It's tough, but yeah, it's doable. John will decide by the end of the show what song he's going to do, and whoever gives the answer for what he should do, that person's going to win the tickets to uh, to see Kevin James this summer in Philly. Let's go to Andy and Deptford. What's up, Andy? Yo, yo, morning, everybody. Can we stop overrating Howie Roseman so much? I mean, come on. What's the guy's strength? Managing the cap, the number side of things. What's the biggest chink in his armor that a GM has to be good at? Drafting. I mean, you look at his first-round draft pick, Jordan Davis, Jalen Rager, Andre Dillard, Derek Barnett, Aguilar, Marcus Smith, all those guys. Plus, yeah, a lot of bad ones. Maybe Jordan Davis. I actually, I actually think but, Dillard might be one of the better ones, but he just got boxed out because Malata ascended. But, but you can't be a one-sided offensive lineman that can only pass block. Like, you got to be able to run block, too. And, and you, you can only do it on the left side. <laughs> if you and do. only if you start a game. Yeah. And, John, and only you if you don't be, hurt his feelings. You can't be soft in the trenches. We right. all know that. Like, right. come on. Like, I mean, every, everybody's giving Howie all these props. Look at all those busts first round. Yeah, but, but Andy, look, every GM is going to have busts and every GM is going to have hits. But, all, but all, Andy, Andy, most. Andy, hang on. On the whole, on the whole, he's done an excellent job, right? No. No, you can't. You're wrong. You can't whiff on all your first-round draft picks and say he's done an excellent job. No. Is, is it a crapshoot? Yeah, it's about maybe 50-50 in the first round. His first-round draft Yeah, is but what? drafting's not the only thing, hit. Andy. How about all those free agency brought yeah, in? Yeah, but, how, about, yeah. how about drafting Jalen Hurts? But, how about Joe, hiring Nick Sirianni? Here's what I got to say to you, Andy. Joe. What? Get some facts and come back and see me. Exactly. Joe. If, if we would have hit on these drop. draft picks, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait we got to get a minute. better we, system. <laughs> I hit it and it didn't fire. <laughs> Hold on, let me try it again. Hold on, let's see. I, I, here's, here's what Jim Calhoun says to you, Andy. Get some facts and come back and see me. Yeah, it's like a delayed reaction. Man, that, was really uh, uh, that was me hitting it. I had to change the pot on the thing. So you're what, you're what, try it now. Uh, hold on. Let's, let's yeah. see if it works. Because, Andy, we're going to use this every Sorry, time you Andy. say something dumb, which, Andy, for you is about three times a call. We're going to play this. Get some facts and come back and see it. Yeah, now Boom! we go. Yeah, now we well, go. Hey, yeah. Little feet, little feet, I'll give you some facts. If you <laughs> I can have fun, I can have fun with this. Hold Number on five will always love <laughs> you. Hold on. Now, down, now I'm on a roll. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Carson Stinks. Yes. Carson Wentz is horrible. Here yeah. I am. I, I, yeah, I lay myself bare. Oh. We're talking about practice. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. What is that? Mm. Now I'm on a roll. Andy, you, 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 the, draft picks, the draft picks, you can point to some that failed. But... If we would And, John, if we would have hit on the draft picks, we wouldn't have had this many free agents to have to sign. That's all I'm saying. Andy, they yeah. lost the Super Bowl by three points. They won a Super Bowl with them against Brady and Belichick. You're not going to win every year. Uh, you're not going to be great every year. I'm not talking about the Super Bowl. I'm talking about the first round. I agree. Pick. Okay, here we go. Okay. So, here we go, Andy. Here we go. You ready? He's been below average at first round picks. Okay. He's been all well right. above average at most other things, right? If you say no, I'm hanging up on you. Has he been? Has hold on. Yes or no? Here we go. Andy and Deptford. This is the gateway to whether the call continues. Has he been above average at most other things besides first round picks? Without yes or no? Without a doubt, okay. the first round pick okay. is the key part of being a GM. All right, Andy, give me an answer. What Before song? You, what song do you want to hear, John Doe? Before I give you my answer, right. I just want to say, man, 
You guys triple team Maria yesterday because she didn't like the movie Top Gun Maverick. Completely, completely out of line. And it's hasn't seen thing. Star Wars. It's an <laughs> outrage. Nobody rips you, Joe, that you're in fact. No one rips me. What are you talking about? All we do is rip Joe. Yeah, yeah, literally the thing hold we on, do most on, on this show. Hold on. Here we go. One more time. One more time. Get some facts and come back and see. <laughs> right, well deserved that time. He's well deserved. Here. Get out of here.